0: Are you a band or artist in need of an hourly rehearsal space? We have what you need. Here at the Sound Museum Sound Stage
1: in Brighton, Massachusetts, we have a back line of drums, amps,
0: 32 channel PA, and most of the gear you will need to get your show on the road. Our stage lighting and pleasant atmosphere makes for the perfect place for any artist to get creative, and you will love our competitive prices. So call Mary Lee
1: at 617-909-9338 or email us
0: at magicroomrentals at gmail.com. Come rock out with us at the Sound Museum Soundstage in Brighton, Massachusetts. Call
1: 617-909-9338 or email us at magicroomrentals at gmail.com and book your time slot today. You got something to say? But you want to say it with your body? With ink? Or a piercing? Get down to Stingray Body Art. 386 Cambridge Street in Austin Rock City right next to O'Brien's Pub. Stingray Body Art Boston's best tattoo. Make an appointment right now. Go to StingrayBodyArt.com. Check out the artists. They're on the left side of the page. And you're going to be like, I want to get a tattoo at Stingray. These artists are awesome. Stingray Body Art. Boston's best tattoos, piercing, and permanent makeup. Now
2: offering laser tattoo removal right in the heart of Austin. Do you have an idea for a new business in the rapidly expanding cannabis industry? Want to learn the contingencies to plan for and gain the nuanced understanding of the industry's core issues that drive success? Join cannabis professionals from around the world for Canacon Boston 2018, July 27th and 28th at the Heinz Convention Center. Today, you'll get access to leading industry knowledge and forge connections that will position you among the first entrepreneurs to grow with the thriving cannabis industry in New England. Get your tickets to CannaCon Boston July 27th and 28th at the Heinz Convention Center by going to cannacon.org. That's C-A-N-N-A-C-O-N dot org. Get with the people who are moving the industry forward at CannaCon Boston 2018.
0: Hey, I'm Pat I'm Adam Mullis. And I'm just Johnny. And this is The Geek Town on WEMF Radio. Move forward bionically. <laughs> uh, 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 bob with me. Truck, you know what I'm talking about, y'all. Get into it. like, man, I'm saying. Johnny, what the hell? What? You know what, man? Oh. clear my throat, man, because you're getting all up in the. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Geek Town. I am Pat B. You are. Yes, I am. Mm. I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled episode. We have we have we have content out the wazoo. Brought to you by Black and Willis.
1: We have a lot of reviews today. Yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah, I'm not used to my mic
0: being this loud. Mic being that loud? And I'm
1: yeah, I'm coming through real clear. Oh, What you
0: got to do is you got to talk a little low, my friend. You got to get <laughs> down here from the diaphragm. <laughs> you got to speak from the diaphragm. That's what it is. Yeah. the diaphragm. But how are we doing today <laughs> on this Monday, my friend, P? Man, I'm decent, Joe. I'm doing decent. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing a lot of stuff for the show. I'm talking to people and having to socialize. It's weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, you're an, an outsider. You know, you, you're one of those guys that likes doing that. You know?
0: Nah, play it off well, man. I'm a fantastic actor.
1: <laughs> you like to be at home, you know, and I mean, in front of your TV doing your own stuff. Exactly. Yeah, you won't you.
0: find a more crotty curmudgeon than this guy right here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, except mm-hmm. for right here. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, okay. That's why it makes a good pair, my friend. I think we do the same thing. Well,
0: we, are, we, are, we, are, we are we are dual crossy curmudgeons? Yes, I think that's it. <laughs> all right. But
1: anyways, we got our own show, statement. and this is what we got going on.
0: Yeah, so. no, absolutely. And we want to thank you all for joining us for another awesome episode over here, keeping us looking amazing. If, you mm-hmm. watch, if you're if you just listening to us on WMFradio.com, you can also be watching us at twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. See the feed coming from just Johnny. You, yep. This guy always understated but he has the inside stuff on anti-graviator coming up later on tonight dude it is the hottest game on steam right now am i am i correct
2: yeah 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 uh i believe the sequel is going to be called anti don't play V oh it
0: sounds like steam you know i I, I thought he had a great setup too and i let <laughs> i let him run with it i, I apologize ladies and gentlemen You've known him for this long, and you let him run with it. Come I should now. know better. You are correct. <laughs> uh, shame on me. Right. All right. Of course, the man over there behind the boards, keeping it sounding crisp and delicious. I'm talking about Tiger Bomb Tom. Hey. Wow. Hey. Keeping you know, it crispy want, over here. Yeah.
1: Once I rubbed that on my inner thigh. Tiger Bomb Tom. Tiger Bomb.
0: You got a burning sensation.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I used to teach tennis lessons when I was a child, and uh, I, I rubbed that on my thighs because I had some tight muscles and. It definitely hit some parts.
0: All right, we well, just you just like ballooned our female and gay audiences by uh, a factor of ten. I assume. <laughs> wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. Who's going to a, who's going to a, a little kid for for tennis lessons?
1: Who's going? Oh, you, like
0: you said you taught tennis, and, and yeah, I was like uh, thirteen
1: old, or fourteen years old.
0: Yeah, that's that's still pretty young, man.
1: But I knew what I was doing. I mean, there's a young young kids.
0: I oh, okay. And- so like you were like so oh, oh, preteens. Yes. Got gotcha. you. Okay. Right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm like, not talking about
1: like 23 year olds coming to a 12 year old I don't for know, lessons. Man. You know I just I mean? Get the
0: details you throw yeah. me. Yeah.
1: By the way, this is small town in Vermont, so it wasn't <laughs> a, it wasn't a big
0: town. Anyways. All right. So some 35, 40 year old cats come. They want to talk to you local tennis pro. He's like, I'll be
1: right <laughs> out, sir. Give me two minutes. you got to finish swimming. Yeah.
0: Uh, that's what it was. Gone. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, we have an ass. Uh, well, we have. Sorry, we, we have a, a bunch of lined up. Um, I, I was just trying to get that memory of that first review out of my head there because, dude, I want to get right into the right into the meat of the nitty-gritty. I want to talk about Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom. You want to talk about it. I, I especially want to talk about this. Well, that makes one of us in the in end. The, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, so then,
1: this was a movie definitely that is was an extremely popular franchise mm-hmm. that had to be redone.
0: Okay, not not maybe not had to be redone, but yeah, the latest in the Jurassic Park uh, franchise, Jurassic World, they've completely worked the park out of it. There's no more park. Right, parks are passe. Parks are a thing. Parks are too small for the world. <laughs> parks are, by are too the big, way. small yeah. for dinosaurs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we're talking about Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. And this is the follow up to the. Extra, extra successful. Um Extra draft. extra successful. Well, yeah. yeah, dude. They capitalized you you said it yourself. They capitalized on that on that new hotness of Chris Pratt. Right. And Jurassic it was the year it was the back.
1: year of Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt really was, all was all the like place, that. Yeah. He kind of struck gold, everyone, you know, and he was like he was that new face
0: yeah, and it Guardians was like the galaxy, man. Introduce this man reintroduced this man of the public.
1: Yeah, and I don't think it was just him, it was just like a right time to reintroduce it, you know what I mean? They had a mm-hmm. good story and like the movie did really well. Not really well, it was like ultra, ultra successful So obviously you knew this movie was coming oh, And me. you could probably You know, suspect that it wasn't going to be As good as Its predecessor, so
0: well, I, I, I won't say that so fast, man I mean, I had high hopes For uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom I right, was the one Lost site? World
1: as good as Jurassic Park?
0: Okay, we're going to stop right there. We're not doing that. Okay, that's, that's not All a right. game we're playing. No, no, no. no. I'll, t- I'll tell you why, too. Okay, the story of Jurassic uh, World Fallen Kingdom is now uh, a, a volcano has been discovered on Ilanubar, which is the uh, location of um, right. Jurassic Park and right. then, uh, subsequently, the Jurassic World. Um, I don't know. I what, what, do what do you want to call it? It's more than just an amusement park. The whole like it, island of it's just kind of
1: like the, the the era that all this is is
0: taking place. Yeah, it's just and like where
1: everything is is hatched basically. Mm-hmm, like they, mm-hmm. The whole brain trust is going on. Yeah, yeah,
0: because we just can't leave well enough alone. What's going on is uh, a volcano has been discovered there. Now all the uh, dinosaurs that were abandoned on that property on that um, on that body of land are in danger of going. Surprise, surprise. Extinct. Extinct. And for some reason, some hippies feel the need to stop this. Right. And the Except, government is discussing. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. Except for Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum.
1: That's right. Who steps they are in having, and is the voice of reason once again. <laughs> because you got to rehatch yes. this guy. You know what I mean? When you introduce well, Jeff Goldblum back. to a movie, mm-hmm. I'm going to see it. No matter what it is. I'm going to see a Jeff Goldblum movie. Is that really a good uh, idea? It, yes,
0: it is. Spoken so like a man you, that has not seen Hotel Artemis.
1: <laughs> but when you introduce Jeff Goldblum and you you bring him back and he's saying like the things like, you know, you shouldn't do this. Yeah. It's like you heed his advice, in my opinion.
0: Well, that's the problem. He's the voice of reason. and In the mo- any good monster movie, you can't heed the voice of reason at all. Right.
1: Yeah. It's now, like the the guy screaming out in the theater of the horror movie like don't
0: walk upstairs. That's essentially what's going on with well, us. Well, look at it this way, in any context, that's the person you want to listen to because they're the one's that are going to save lives. Correct. When it's on the screen, however, that may as well be the crazy dude who's standing outside of like a of like a, a, a children's hospital or or, a, or you know, a local McDonald's right. with a, with with his own uh personal speaker and bullhorn. Right. yelling out random bible scriptures and telling uh and telling our pre- like little kids uh, they're going to hell. Yes, this, is, know, not, so. this is not this not the what the guy listens to normally. Exactly. Right? This is a crazy person. Well, Congress is meeting in this picture to decide whether or not they should dispatch funds and actual efforts um, you know, government resources to save the remaining dinosaurs on this planet on the planet on this island. And <laughs> Goblim's like no, no, you no. should not. And you, as the audience, are also extinct. like no, no, you should not. Because yes, you're right, sir. They are dinosaurs that are going extinct. Didn't you? From or, didn't you nature. already?
1: Didn't you already create them in the first place? Couldn't you do it again? <laughs> I love. Uh, Isn't that a thing that could already happen?
0: But but. However, yeah, man, let's they were risk so human lives with yeah. with with whether or not they could. They didn't think. They didn't stop to think. They didn't not, think. They didn't think. They, they, should they? Yeah. <laughs> or it, yeah. All right. No, we're quoting lines from the original Jurassic Park, but what it comes down to is um, this is a quick <laughs> cash grab that seemed to have a really solid premise. I was excited to see a revisit to the world of, to the world of Jurassic World, but now with a different concept. We're not talking about amusement parks and keeping dinosaurs in check and such. This is just man in dinosaurs world. Okay, mm-hmm. dinosaurs have taken over this island. This is their domain. This is their turf. Right. right, and people are in there for what reason? I don't really know. We've got Chris Pratt, who's like the the dinosaur stoppers and he's master. The, yeah, he's, he's the, the Dino Whisperer. He's the Dino Whisperer.
1: You're yeah, right. and we've got
0: yeah, and we've got um um. Oh what's her name um, Rana uh, The
1: one with the high heels from yes. point. <laughs> Sorry That's yeah. uh, that's how we're always
0: Going to remember No that's how, that's how uh, Bryce Dallas Howard That's just right. that's just who she's Going to be from now on yeah. Correct But I mean that's That's no big deal I want to see them back In a story that would have Been uh, added some interesting Twists to this And gotten some more Dinosaur action We got plenty of Dinosaur action But we did not get the Story we wanted man Because mm. this movie is Just, just Hot garbage too... No I won't I won't go that far It looked amazing Special effects were dope That doesn't matter My friend well, it kind of matters when you're talking about do the dinosaurs uh, get up close to the camera. Am I seeing irises open and closed? That's not why it? you spend 20 bucks anymore. That's, uh, that's not I, that, that. You that
1: know taste. that. Come I've on, got that man. touch of
0: nostalgia still deep down in my soul. You my do.
1: Friend. You do. But that's yeah. like a lingering part of something that should die out. You're, you're right. The, the, I'm really there to What see. we should
0: expect is that. All right. I'm really there to see dinosaurs tear block. some fools up. Yes. Okay. So, give me your interpretation of Jurassic World: The Fallen King. I'm seeing something that should have died a while ago. <laughs> okay. uh, with uh, like with Spielberg,
1: like uh, something should die well with Spielberg. By the way. Okay. You know what I mean? That's, that's an honorable that death. You know what I mean? Like uh, any property that he is abandoned, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, should die well with I don't him. Know if he
0: abandoned this,
1: I'm pretty sure they nothing didn't but like Spielberg. you know what I mean. You don't have to like take it. Like who's going to improve on Spielberg? Is basically my point.
0: Um. Yeah, so I, shut your mouth. <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> All right, no, no, you're know right. Um, no, no, no. What I'm getting at is, I feel like this uh, franchise has evolved to the point where uh, they don't need to pay. They know it's gonna make m- the money, whether or not Spielberg's name is attached to it. And rather than pay Spielberg prices. But how much more Spielberg ridiculous quality
1: film? How much more ridiculous plot can you actually build up from this thing?
0: Well, that's the thing about Jurassic World the Fallen Kingdom. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna come right out and say it. I'm, I'm giving this a thumbs down right now. Right. Which is unfortunate because I went in with high hopes. I thought, okay, they've got a new premise this time, they've got a new take on it, and this could actually be good. And they don't even don't. if well they, they they don't. But that's in the play out of the movie. It's not a spoiler to say that this movie builds up. Uh, to uh, to uh, a promising a uh, uh, play out and then doesn't deliver. But the way it doesn't deliver is it keeps undercutting itself with expected tropes. Dude, when you see um uh when you see a random group of mercenaries on an island of wild animals with guns, what do you think is gonna happen when they team up with any any number of hippies? Yes, the mercenaries are gonna are gonna become the bad guys. They're gonna turn on them, and that's of course. like. And that it's laid out in the, um, in the and trailer. And it becomes like, the I- environmentalist versus, you know, that. Yeah, and it instantly becomes the most tropey, hacky, less uh, 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 lackluster uh, display of quote-unquote twists.
1: It becomes that, very obvious, and the movie is played out that whole way.
0: Yeah, don't give that me that, that one. man. Because you have situations where this per- I'm supposed to buy this dude, one dude, as this grizzled, mm-hmm. uh, battle-worn Uh, 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 sculpted. Uh, damn, molded. That's what I'm trying to... Uh, molded and forged, hardened soldier. He's seen things. He knows stuff. Survival skills off the walls.
1: Cool. How are you just going to hit... Ridiculously uh, a handsome and
0: charming <laughs> and is bad. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't no. go that far. you got to see the trailer again. Um, but no, these are people that know what they're doing in the wild. You're just going to walk up to some random wild animal by yourself, unchecked. You're going to walk into a cage with something without making sure it's dead. You're going to... Come on man you're going you're going into the nest yes. of the an- of the uh, of of the uh, of the animal because the mother's seemingly away she's got to be far enough away by now come on man so many dumb things that we've been watching in in like the most hacky movies made for TV stuff right. forever from a sci-fi
1: movie, almost. Yeah, like, no, sci-fi yeah. channel movie, anyway. You know what? Honestly,
0: if the sci-fi channel had done this picture, I wouldn't be surprised at any of the twists they gave Yeah. That's all, all right. About but now, give me it. your breakdown, man. Because you were talking about Chris Pratt earlier. What, what did you think of Chris Pratt's performance in this movie?
1: I mean, this is an obvious Chris Pratt movie. Who's uh, been so. paid for and bought and sold. And mm. uh, he's... I have a lot of hope for Chris Pratt for the future of him because like, he I is
0: hopes. Well,
1: he's like the, you know, the chubby comedian, you know what I mean, who's like really had some success early and then has almost been like conditioned to be the the dopey action hero. <laughs> and if he becomes that opposed to like the chubby action really funny guy, yeah, like it I would come really be well. upset, you know what I mean? If he Wait, beco- you want to see
0: him become The Rock?
1: No. And that's okay. what I'm saying. You know what I mean? If he becomes that, like, I'm just in shape all the time, like, action hero, like, really branded action star, that will be a, a, a real shame.
0: Yeah. Well, I was, I was also, I think, well, I think we might be on the same mindset. I was hoping he would bring some, some, some kind of, act, like, action skills, but more like a sense of uh, capable comic relief. You know, like I'm not an idiot. I'm not. A, I'm not blundering through the uh, through the uh, the forest and stuff. I know my 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 stuff. Right. But I'm also I'm also I've got I've got some quips here and there. I mean, you this know? is Jurassic. I've got, I've got some actual comedy to diffuse the ridiculousness of my situation.
1: Right. This is a Jurassic Park. movie, I mean, given um, Jeff Goldblum actually carried a whole Jurassic Park movie himself.
0: Wow. Well, you know what I mean? So, are you so like, talking about the Lost World.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: okay. But was,
1: I'm saying he did it. You know what I mean. That movie was successful. Yeah, it, so it's but it, it, it is good. Po- It is possible, though. Yes. You know what I mean. Says. So it's just like you,
0: Wait, are you don't. Forgetting, are you re- forgetting the majesty of of, of Vince Vaughn. Here's what I'm movie? saying.
1: You don't need a star really in this to carry this movie to success.
0: Well, Jeff Golden was a star. What do you what do you get now? The is, you, was he now? like uh, a list celebrity at the time? He was a minus back then. He Stop! Was, he, he was, he was he not. Was, he, was, he, was, he was about there. He was not. Well, okay. I, th- I think I think his chest in Jurassic Park just got him just got him over that. He line. was in like, A movies.
1: Up. He was not an A list celebrity. Anyways, he wasn't an action star hero. Uh, and I guess not. Chris
0: Pratt may be that now. Chris Pratt. Anyways, there. this property is not what you need to I, carry. I feel like to the this one might, might 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 taint his cachet a little bit, man. This one might, might bring be. down Chris Pratt. It maybe, yeah. Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic Park, uh, Ga- Garden of the Galaxy three sales are going to be hurt a little bit by Chris Pratt's. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't uh, know. if that's going to happen. But all right. Well, this also introduces new cats too. There's a new team of hackers, and there's a is a, a more there's, there's expanded hacks. roles. Ers. No, 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 no. I will give these kids their due because with the uh, with the, kind of the uh, the kind of trash script that they were given, they did okay. They were mostly there for like comic relief. One is supposed to be like a really capable like um, bot, not not botanist, um, uh, biologist. And uh, and uh, zoologists, dino, yep. dino zoologists. It's uh, Cri- always one of those guys that
1: knows more than everybody else, and then they just get eaten or something like that.
0: Well, yeah, but one of them's in in here is played as the annoying comic relief, and the thing right. is, he was like just on that line the whole time. I actually liked him, mm-hmm. but he was he was he was he was just bouncing just like unicycling on that tightrope of just <laughs> of just either way, I'm gonna hate this. He's dude. this and close, he, yeah, yeah, right, and, and and just managed to keep it on the level of no, I kind of like this dude. I want to I want to see him live. You're right. um, the, uh, young cat played by Justice Smith. He played a character named Franklin Webb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? Um, I, I will say normally when they introduce new characters, this is like uh, uh, adding Poochie to The Simpsons. You know, <laughs> adding Poochie to Itchy, itchy and Scratchy. Yeah. It's like this, these new cats are going to throw in for like some from young appeal to the kids these days. But I like these. I liked um, these kids because they took off. They they diffused. Uh, the effect of uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt, right. who got on my nerves after a while. Yes. There's them, and then there's this weird little girl that's kind of in- that's kind of injected for a rehash of I want to say from the storyline, part of the storyline of Jurassic Park Two, where you get uh, the greedy corporate influence, right, uh, trying to capitalize on these things because this is not a storyline we've seen several times before, right? You know, which is kind of a bummer, man. But I, I will give it to them. Uh, the kid, the kids I'm talking about are uh, Deanna. Pineda who I'm not familiar with her work Uh, And Justice Smith who's definitely A new face to me as well B.D. Wong I'm not sure when they when the decision Was made to make this dude the major Villain of the Jurassic Park franchise because He was just this idealistic scientist In the first Jurassic Park remember him Yes yeah he was all happy Oh we got the eggs they turned I'm like this dude just loves his work Yes yeah and then Now he's like and now
1: he's the ultra bad Guy because he's smart
0: Well do you watch do you watch Gotham (laughs) No. Okay, in Gotham he plays Hugo Strange. It's like evil, oh, like, yeah. Batman we villain own scientist. Yep. And I swear to God, he's 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 channeling that same role where it's like him. Which he probably is. The yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty sure it is. He's he's like he wants to see like the weird things that'll happen. He wants to do like the twisted science. We only have so many way bad outside guys outside of the realm of like legitimate. Um. Uh, uh. 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 Physics and actual biology. You can't combine the uh, DNA of like four different incompatible dinosaur species. You know? Or can you? No. Wait, you for, can't. The next, <laughs> it's wait the for the next. Wait for the next Jurassic Park movie. Wait. Uh, you wait. I'm telling you, it's coming out. All right. Well, all I'll In say about 2020, 2020.
1: It's happening. You mean, know I, mean, it I know it's it
0: happening. That's why it hurts my soul. All okay. right. Well, I want to get I want to get your take on the actual ending of this picture. Okay, what did you think? Because it, it kind of tries to throw you a, a a curve, a surprise ending, when you're like, you which know, which is a last it's
1: gasp like, for a movie that is really faltering. Yeah. Is what I think. Well, what's
0: messed up is un, until it gave us that specific ending, I was like, you know what, this could actually be a winner. You know, it's it's not a great movie, but this could actually be decent. Yeah. You know, and it's just but like, and then I don't want to spoil it either. Thing. But
1: I'm just saying, like, this okay, is no, not fair. something I want to invest my money in in the future like this is not not...
0: but it ensured that they're going to do another sequel now of course it is which is it it might be the movie we want to see but it's far too late for that
1: it's not the movie
0: i want to see it's the movie i wanted to see right after the first jurassic park right and then they didn't give it to us and then they didn't give it to us again and didn't give it to us again and i'm like you know what i'm burned on it you know I'm, i'm done and then with this one i'm like okay you didn't give us that movie but now you may give us something new cool let's see it you done flopped and now they're you promising. burned
1: me out of dinosaurs. I don't know how that's possible.
0: <laughs> you know what? I'd rather go back and watch the dinosaur sitcom the right. 90s sitcom on Fa- on, uh, on ABC. And than they're than they're, the they're talking drug. to the
1: parents about drugs episode. Too, yeah. You know, yeah, even that, was, that one. That
0: episode was badass though. They were eating yeah, tiny things. And, yeah, you know, Robbie was all D's with on the, on the uh, dino steroids. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And the boss is all messed up. Too. <laughs>
0: People have no idea what we're talking <laughs> about. Earl Sinclair. It's an old yeah, it old sitcom called Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, so check it
1: out, and there was a drug episode. Yeah. yeah anyway. All right, so man, so man
0: final verdict. What do you? What, what's your uh, take on Jurassic Park. I'm going to
1: I'm definitely giving the thumbs down. Yeah, I like give folks, this down. is this is something that you probably saw coming. Anyways, this is not something. It's something you probably paid money for that you probably didn't like, and yeah. this is a, the exact example of a, a Hollywood picture abusing you and taking your money and giving you something that's not what you really expected and what yeah, you wanted. The
0: franchise need, itself needs to go extinct.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. It really does. You know what I mean? It didn't need it. It's like how many more surprises can you take about these dinosaurs? Really? Really? Uh, the answer is none. I, I'm, okay.
0: I'm, 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 wait, I'm waiting for the hybrid with uh, with uh, with dragons. Blue, oh, but you well, loved him. Who cares? He's dead. Ain't no one cared about Blue. Blue was a female. Nobody gives a goddamn Blue. About Blue was a female. All right, yeah. Oh, they're trying to do a thing, and they fail. Yes. All right, I know we've crushed Johnny's hopes yeah. <coughs> of seeing a, uh, a good Jurassic Park movie in his lifetime.
2: Dilophosaurus. I don't know what that is. It's a dinosaur. Oh, it
0: is? I do believe <laughs> yeah. All right, but no, I'm going to kick it over to my man, just Johnny, right now, because uh, hopefully on a happier note, you got to play huh? a game called Anti-Graviator
2: anti graviator And I
0: also got to play a game called anti graviator
2: Yeah, it's a futuristic racing game, a la uh, F-Zero, Wipeout, mm-hmm. Extreme G. Mm-hmm. Uh, the list goes
0: on. I mentioned Roll Cage. You would never played it. I was disappointed. I,
2: I I apologize. It's an older game, though. So no, it's it's
0: okay. It's one I think you should re you should revisit. Uh, mm-hmm. There was a spiritual successor uh, at um at this year's uh, PAX East uh, that I talked about. Um, If you want to go back and uh, find the archives, it's an in-depth interview. Yes. Um, yes. But right now, I'll kick it over to Jishani because give us the lowdown. What is Anti-Graviator about, sir?
2: Uh, anti, I don't even know what this game is about. Right off the bat, thumbs down. This is a bad oh. game. Oh! Uh, so the game would be normally about uh, sort of racing uh, against uh, I believe, I think it's like eight other racers and trying to get the first place. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's the general gist of it, and you're doing this at breakneck speeds. There are these little pellet pickups on the track, mm-hmm. you pick those up in order to earn yourself boost points, and then there's this whole uh, completely stupid uh, trap mechanic. <laughs> all but right, that is, objective.
0: No, yeah. that, that that part was very Mario Kart, I noticed. They threw in all these like traps and speed zones, yeah. which you don't really find in the futuristic racing types, because the whole thing is built around ridiculous speed uh, to begin with, and this game actually boasted that it has no speed limits, and yeah. after playing that, I found that to be complete BS.
2: Well, all right. So the game is fast. I I think uh, the speed things that they were telling. Uh, I was playing on a very uh, on a, on a powerful rig, uh, so I had all the graphical settings maxed out. Humble, humble bragging. Uh, and and I was playing on
0: a on a powerful rig, so you know I know what's
2: going. Well, on. It was going good. I don't know how this game performs on you, on a on a lesser uh, rig than what I got. But well, I know was, on my
0: Apple IIe, yeah. it ran like ass. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Some some good. It was going nice and fast. Technology.
2: It was yep. going nice and fast. No skips or anything like that. The game looks really good. Mm-hmm. I actually wrote a review for this game. Okay, cool. Give uh, me a and four I of posted, that, to me we'll put
0: it on the, we'll put on the site. After.
2: Yeah, and I posted it on uh, the Steam review page,
0: and uh, I also <laughs> okay. sent it to you. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like you got a little personal with that one. Well, all I have
2: in a review is uh, mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, and a fifth one that I added as a postscript. Okay. All bullet points of why this game is trash.
0: Wow. Okay. Sure at at, at it, least yeah. you wrote something. I'm looking at it on the screen right now. At least you wrote something. I kind of expected him to just say, I wrote a review. It was one, two, three, four. Four, five, six lines. All it said six was words. G-A-R-B-A-G-E. Uh, <laughs> just down <laughs> the line in big block letters.
2: I, I'm a huge fan of, of these types of games. Mm. I And I am not bad at these games at all. I If anyone knows F-Zero GX, that game is incredibly hard. And I beat that game. Story mode, all the Grand Prix, bah, all the difficulties. All right, we're going to take your word for like, it. Okay. It, that's an almost impossible challenge, and I did it. And <laughs> so, like, I am—I am, I am number one. I'm pretty hard. I'm sure sure is good at this game. This. But this game, its biggest problem is the track design. Now, it looks great. Yeah, the, problem uh, the with environments the, yeah. were
0: dope, but the tracks—you're right. It was a—it was a lot of um, like speed up right into a turn. Yes. Speed up right into a turn. Speed up right into an over um, like a like hill. downturn. Yeah. And the thing is, I can't appreciate how, quote-unquote, beautiful this is. If you, if you stop, then you can actually look around this world and see, yes, they put a lot into the environment. You go to some cool places. You go to the forest. You go to, like, this future um, city zones. You go to space. Mm. My personal favorites, uh, favorite favorite was one of the uh, expansive, play, uh, uh, expansive and very destructible-looking uh, re, uh, realms called Michael's Bay.
2: Yeah, yeah, it I was played on oh. Michael's
0: play. Bay. Michael's Bay. It looked great, yeah. but the track design is counterintuitive to fun racing, I
2: think. It is. It's completely counterintuitive because they never give you uh, a good vantage point to see the turns coming up ahead or the power-ups that are on the track or the boot, uh, just like an F-Zero where you can run over a piece of track that has a boost on it and you gain a boost, a free boost from it. Uh, they don't they don't give you a good vantage point so that you can see that and adjust your vehicle and reposition your vehicle accordingly so it's always like sharp turn that you see out of nowhere it's like a you're going up a hill and the camera doesn't show you what's past. The upper part of the hill, yeah, so you have and no then, idea when you're gonna yeah. fetch that pillow
0: water and, and come back that, down to meet Jill.
2: Yeah, then after that, there's like a sharp turn which you couldn't have never have seen. Mm-hmm. And while doing that sharp turn, there are pickups that you can never get because another major problem is the controls and the handling of these vehicles. They have, yeah, uh, that bugged me too. Yeah. There's no
0: you'd think like you'd have your air brakes for like right and left at the uh, top triggers. Well, they, they have an air
2: brake system, but it doesn't I, even I work.
0: Okay, it didn't work for me. Yeah, uh, the air brakes you want to see uh, for left and right as the triggers. It's just it's just common sense. They're right there and it's, e- it's easy activation. Uh, hmm. I, I, I couldn't get that to work for me at all.
2: Well, the right trigger is the uh, is the gas, and uh, the left trigger is the air brake. Uh, and the way they showed it off in the tutorial, it seemed like okay, yeah, it'll it'll work. Uh, I I get it. But then in execution, when you're when you're going through these courses, the turns are so extreme and the speed. Uh, I don't even want to blame it on the on the speed because F Zero does has in my opinion one of the best. High speed handling of vehicles, and if you don't like it on one particular vehicle, they change it up on other vehicles. This one right. is to be the fair, case. though.
0: I'm gonna put the kibosh and the F uh, Zero comparisons because we're talking about a, a 20 plus year old game series now, and that's mm. the, the ultimate comparison no, 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 no. over time. Not things not that old. F Zero came out for Super Nintendo, man.
2: They, they've they made sequels, man. All right, many years. You're, ta- you're, ta- you're talking about later installments Originally, of the franchise, yeah. yeah.
0: F Zero, my uh, in my experience, has always suffered from some of those same. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 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 limitations.
2: You're you're basing it on on the original F Zero on Super Nintendo, but I'm okay, talking well, F Zero ex- GX. Well, okay, exp- and F Zero Maximum to, Velocity.
0: All right. Uh, my my beef with this is it's too close to that style of gameplay. They didn't take advantage of some of the coolest stuff you can do with this high speed race uh, racing type racing style of game. Uh, do you remember Hydro Thunder?
2: Yeah, terrible game. What? Yeah.
0: Oh, Hydro Thunder lost all credibility with me right so there Hydro Th- Thunder
2: Hydro Thunder, Shits. Wipeout, and ex- even Extreme G to a lesser degree mm-hmm. are all futuristic racing games that uh, the way they have their vehicles handle mm-hmm. it's like the vehicles like to tail whip first uh, and uh, they don't sort of have like a rough hard traction, so they're, they're more sliding in the way that they handle along the track, whereas F-Zero, there are some vehicles that do uh, slide if you want to go with that route. Uh, you can even do drifting in F-Zero. There's this whole thing called snaking, which is a whole it's, it's a, that's a very unique, F-Zero unique mechanic, uh, but then there are is vehicles that hug Is that the speed that boost you get really from when tightly. you start
0: and you, um what do you call it, when you start and you burn, well you don't burn tires, but you burn out? No. Uh, no okay, because that's no. a tactic that was actually introduced in, um, and one of the later Mario Karts, but also in Crash Team Racing, mm-hmm. uh, it's not really native to this type of gameplay. But the ones that have used it effectively have actually made the game that much cooler for it.
2: Or F Zero and F Zero. Well, no, kinda... split,
0: split Second was, was um, the first. Um, uh, well, Split Second is current generation anymore. But one of the, Split Second was the later. Was one of the later generation games. Oh. I, th- I, I found to do it right.
2: Oh, uh, so your interpretation of your your idea of snaking is different from mine. So snaking...
0: Right. Lately, uh, in, me, what do
2: you got? Snaking in F-Zero, and they implemented it a little bit in uh, Mario Kart for the DS, I think, mm-hmm. uh, is where you can build momentum by doing a power slide, mm-hmm. uh, or in F-Zero's case, a, uh, a lean-in. Yeah. Um, and then you boost. Well, you... By building that momentum, and then you quickly hop to uh a power slide in the opposite direction to continue building additional momentum
0: okay that's a little different than, than the one i'm talking about but
2: it's a very it's a very hard technique to pull off it's a very pro move but once you end up doing it you can get and there's specific things you have to do. you have to use like very heavy vehicles with very high acceleration rates mm-hmm. uh that you can sort of fine tune uh
0: anyway see now i feel bad because it's like it's like it's it's the same maneuver but i'm used to doing it on like Q- qt arcadey games you're like no, you see, you got to gauge the actual weight of the of, of, of the of the vehicle you're operating, and then you got to calculate the horsepower versus the verticality of the drunkenness of the of the driver to really get the uh, get that get that push, get that speed boost, yeah. and then the uh, the speed holes in the car chassis. <laughs> yeah. Th-
2: this game has a couple of different. One thing that I like, sort mm-hmm. of, that it does is that it changes up the mode, so it's not just race after race. Except the additional modes that it does are. Terrible. Uh, one of which is the most boring racing mode, and it's part of the Grand Prix. So you're playing a track, you're doing a normal race, and then the next, and then it'll switch to another different mode, a, a different objective-based way to uh, race during that Grand Prix. Uh, one of them is uh, not time attack, but I think it's like checkpoint mode or something like that. Uh, and then the one that is egregious and terrible and just boring as all hell is the death race or death match mode, where you only have one life. So so if you uh, explode yeah, that was, during that, that's it. You lose that. You well, know, they also found
0: level. it's damn near impossible to to keep up with the AI. Um, yeah. It, it, normally, games like this would suffer from rubber banding, where it's like even if I'm doing well, uh, no matter how 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 badly I'm blowing them away. Uh, give it give it give it about ten seconds, and some random uh, uh, AI racer is going to be right on my ass. In this one, they're just gone, yep. and it's one of those. It's one of those pain in the ass mechanics where all the A.I. racers take every turn exactly perfectly. And no matter how much I practice and try different methods and I'm leading uh, and I'm uh, it's just it's just there's no way to master this because it's just so poorly designed in the track mechanics. And yeah. that bugs the crap out of me because you look at the A.I. racers and you're like, oh, if they can do it, there's got to be a, I'm, I'm just I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but I'll get it eventually. And it's just no, it doesn't exist. It's just there mocking you. Yeah. The game is making me look bad. Well, ev-
2: and it's funny because it's even, got an agenda. Even the AI. Are hugging the walls on turns just like you are because the handling of the vehicles is so poorly implemented and yeah. the and the tracks themselves are a little bit too tight for what they should be for a game like this. The camera is too low, uh, too level with the track itself. So you that also h- hurts giving you a good vantage point of what's coming up up ahead. Sure, it looks good, but in actual practice, this is a game where the developers failed to play test and polish what they had correctly. And what they, what I believe has happened is they created the levels in the high fidelity graphics that they did first before realizing that, oh my God, these levels are terrible to play with. So as far as I'm concerned, this is a failure of level design first, Mm -hmm. followed by failure of AI implementation, failure of uh, 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 handling of the vehicles, the the physics of the racing, followed by failure of camera positioning camera placement and you can't change your camera view so even even games like f-zero i I hate to bring it up so much but f-zero has like four different vantage points that you can set for the camera three or four
0: all right so mario
2: kart has at least two vantage points that you can have for the (laughs) mario kart no
0: i i'm I'm not disagreeing with you man but we're 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 treading back over the same points over and over again what it comes down to is was this an enjoyable game for you? Because it wasn't an enjoyable game for me.
2: It was frustrating at, at beyond belief. This is a waste... And they're asking for too much money for such a poorly implemented uh, game itself. Now, they have the fundamentals mm. of something great here. But mm. what they need is proper design, uh, rework uh, entirely. They need to scrap this entire game. Don't cease working on it whatsoever because they... If they work on it, they're going to reuse bad assets. So they should just halt that and just start from scratch. Brand new game. Use the same engine. Brand new game. Uh, and make it a racing game. Use the same engine. Use all that stuff. And start from there with better design because
0: right, that's so that's the fault. And just better Johnny said it's a rental. Yes. Uh, we should have run on checking.
2: It. <laughs> it's $25 no, no, on um, Steam. That, so. is, that,
0: that is a bit much. And honestly, for the amount of game you get... It's a lot of pretty graphics, it's some uh, stylishly designed uh, vehicles, um, tracks are beautiful, some pretty gameplay is like. subpar, sure. and unfortunately the experience was just playing not fun. And at the end of the day, that's what you really want, you want a fun game, and I didn't enjoy any aspect of this. Any. I felt outclassed every time, um, just trying to get into the different game mode, was like, okay, I'll try this one, it'll be fun, and immediately it wasn't, and then the pay system. To advance yeah. through the different levels, right. I can't get into a different. Uh, I can't get into a different race unless I or I accrue a certain amount of money, and I can't do that unless I win. And I keep doing the same uh, quick races over and over again. Right. And ultimately, it's just this is a this is a hard pass, dude. Yep. Uh, it's a thumbs down But it is available now If you do want to check it out Don't Anti-Graviator <laughs> Don't <laughs> On Steam right now You said 25 beans? 25,
2: 25.
0: Don't 25.
2: 25 Don't even get it if it's on sale No oh, Don't man. even get it if all it's all free Alright well, Let's maintain you, that,
0: that, that, that professional What, that, what do you got next for a movie? Uh, objectivity Because uh, this man loved it apparently Um all right, let's jump right into Adam's favorite franchise, the Ocean series. Oh, you man. have been chomping at the bit to hear I all have about not. Ocean's
1: Eight. I've been, I've been here. I've Before been waiting to you Before the show, to this you man to told
0: me I can't wait to see where they take my favorite movie series uh, next. We're talking, of course, about Ocean's Eight. Yes, the new, uh, <coughs> the new heist series, the new heist movie, uh, the latest in the Ocean's oh, franchise, uh, starring Sandra Bullock. And Kate Blanchett, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett was kind of a was kind of a uh, surprise to me because Sandra Bullock, I expected to do a, a movie like this. Kate Blanchett, I thought yeah. would be
1: above. Kate Blanchett. Um, I mean,
0: I mean, Sandra Bullock said uh, Speed Two was good. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, hence why uh, she's more attuned to this type. Of I mean, picture, I get but. why she said that because
1: she had something to do. <laughs> <laughs> and that a, uh, uh, except for sit behind a wheel you know what i mean well, but like hey, at, at the same time it doesn't make the movie better like, she
0: had banter with sam and she put gum on her seat okay exactly, of stuff yeah. happened
1: and there was a lot of stuff uh, going on for, uh, we're talking uh, about
0: ocean's 8 now this is the latest installment of the ocean franchise which uh has become a popular series of heist movies and this very popular yeah mm, and this was essentially looking to capitalize on the uh, on the uh, the positive um I don't. I don't even know the positive reception that the yeah, Ocean movie positive got, the reception, Ocean positive box got. office, and everything like mm-hmm. that. And uh, uh, I guess, and it kind of rebooted by by introducing a uh, a, a new cast
1: uh, well, uh, of, uh,
0: of of con artists and thieves.
1: I mean, and when you introduce of Love, 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 Criminals. Uh, when you reintroduce a, a franchise, and you have George Clooney, you have Brad Pitt. Obviously, it's going to do well. And you have yeah, those uh, cats were uh, those Oscar cats winning exuded. director of Steven Soderbergh taking mm-hmm. over and stuff like that. And he's a highly stylized director. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna do well. And when you take over a movie like this and you do it for a female audience and you're just doing with with female actors and saying this is a female run movie, I, I just my question is, where does it is is this the best way to do it with remaking?
0: Well, that's not male fair, man. Films? I think I think just because this was all females doesn't mean it was specifically targeted towards females. Right. And I say that, Maybe. and then I watch the movie. And I realized, no, that's exactly what they were trying to do, Mm. which is unfortunate because um, I like the concept of having the all-female cast as just this is a uh, change of pace for this style of movie. But then they introduce uh, every other aspect of their lives, and one has uh, constant bickering with her sister. The other one has... Um, specifically, uh, f- find some way to introduce her family into crime, right? Which seems very unnecessary. And the whole thing is, it didn't have the same sensibility of just this is a heist movie. It tries to play off those same tropes, which I think is just almost guys exploiting- who are in
1: crime, they want to do crime.
0: Yeah, it's almost exploiting the fact that it's an, it, it's all females, which is right. good when they're using that to their advantage in the cons, but it's bad when the movie is obviously targeting specific audience just to get that extra buck. Yes, if they had a solid uh a, a movie that's if this turned out to be a great picture then that would be completely excusable that would be like oh you did something very clever but the fact that it's not makes it just seem like exploitation to me which is kind of a bummer because i was really Correct. hoping, I was yeah, really yeah, hoping yeah. for more oceans eight is the story of um well it starts off sandra bullock is the front runner here is the, the, the george
1: like, clooney basically of the film right yes
0: exactly okay. it, it is it is the majority of this picture is about her the uh, motivation is her heist because of her history right. uh, in crime and the people who wronged her in the past are the ones going down. Yes, that's cool. So it let's exactly take them there and almost, bring in her yeah. friends. But then it gets really inve- it expects you to get really invested in this character that you will know almost nothing about. And the thing is, that's how it starts, and you're like, why the hell should I care? And then it almost wins you over right off the bat. I actually liked a lot of the play out, and dude, she starts off cons. Mm-hmm. like right away and she's slick man she's getting like prison guards on her side right. she's like scamming stores and like getting. basically she's getting over left and right in clever ways and i'm like yo i i i i, I may have been wrong johnny i mean it's kind I, of i'm like, going in and I mean, i'm liking like what i'm old- seeing so far and then it pulls a um not a complete 180. But the movie starts like undercut the positive the positive uh, uh, vibes that it's building. In what way? Because I mean, I
1: mean, the Ocean's movie does does the same thing. Well, the ocean. You know I mean? Well, the
0: Ocean's movie, the Ocean's movies do that. Uh, the originally um, Ocean's 11, 12, and Thirteen. Because he gets do out of prison, over, he meets he meets up with
1: Brad Pitt, mm-hmm. and then he's at the at the casino. Yeah, but that's uh, so good. Yeah, but
0: that series does it over the course of three movies. This is one movie that does that. Uh, it builds itself up and then cuts, it, uh, undercuts its its uh, its own its own like uh, momentum uh, right before the end.
2: Really, it's okay. a it's,
0: it's a full act movie that really only needed three acts. Right, and two of those acts were great. I like the build up in this movie. I like the actual cons and the small crimes that are happening. It's clever. The interplay between uh, the different uh, oh well, the, the, the the different members of the cast uh, mm-hmm. starring Rihanna. Uh, starring Kate Blanchett, I mentioned. Yeah. Um, dude, Sandra Bullock is she's she's like the perfect uh, follow-up to uh, George Clooney. She's she got, really is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's got the uh, demeanor. She's got the charisma. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least in this movie. I usually don't like her work, which is surprising. But she I, I, I like her. In you know this. what I mean?
1: of films of action films of just mm-hmm. being the lead actress, like she is that. Well, yeah, but you've
0: exactly. got a, you've got a uh, essentially what I think is a better uh, overall cast in this picture than you did in the Ocean's Love movies. You might be I, right, yeah. Uh, yeah, I knew I knew Brad Pitt. I knew uh, Matt Damon. I didn't know a lot of the other guys. Well, There's Casey Affleck. I there, I knew, yeah. Who knows Casey Affleck? Who wants to know Casey Affleck? Before Oscar Hunter
1: um, Casey Affleck. Yeah, yeah. Right. Before that, though. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're
0: not wrong. Um, Dagnabbit! I just had the thing here um, because the biggest surprise is this movie kind of spoils itself in the advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, big time. If you uh, Oh, you didn't see it. Oh, okay. If you saw it, you see exactly what I'm saying. I won't tell you where. If you see it, though, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. And it's kind of a shame because it could have been like a really cool, oh, that's how it is. But the fact that it's not is the movie just spoiled itself. And I won't tell you where, so I guess I'll preserve that to a degree. But Helena Bonham Carter was actually um, not wasted. But this was a less, I feel like she was underutilized. Right, Helena Bonham Carter is a good actress, and I've seen her. I mean, in some she's great. A great
1: roles. Yeah, she's been great in a lot of. Things. Yeah, yeah, and this was her taking time, sh-
0: and this was her taking a chance on a performance that I think didn't work out. Really? Yeah, yeah. which is kind of a shame. I love Helena Bonham Carter. Interesting, yeah. even when she's like, I don't know, I don't know, just I don't I, even when she's just hamming up all over uh Tim Burton uh, pr- uh, production. You know?
1: I mean, they're together.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but um, who else is in this bad boy? Aquafina. We talked about. A couple years back, right here on this very show. Yes. Because not not uh, not not many people know Aquafina. She's uh, she's a rapper and a YouTube star. Yep. Mm-hmm. And she was featured in this uh, documentary. We talked about. Um, yeah, it was pretty much a documentary mm-hmm. uh, called Bad Rap. Right. We talked about this a couple years ago. We did. Ago. Yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. And we actually really liked it. And I was anxious to see how she would do on like her big screen. Uh, oh, here debut. she is.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And they kind of just played her. She was almost a background character. She's got some very poignant roles. But it's essentially three different rehashings of the scene in uh, the first Ocean's Eleven with the guy walking down the hallway and he's sweating over the numbers on his hands and such. Yeah. It's just like she's there to do something important. Cool. She's gone in like 45 seconds. Right. Oh, yeah. okay. I guess she'll be back. Yes, she comes back and she's gone in 30 again. I'm like, dude, you've got a good talent here. Use that. You know, but. Uh, Wait, what
1: does it, it come off of like, it's like, okay, where it does it? It's Ocean's Eleven,
0: but we can do it in eight. Yes. <laughs> No, that's exactly what it is. My my main problem with this, I I really would have liked this movie because I was liking lots of lots of it. I was liking parts and I was really excited. Like, this movie's winning me over. And I'm thinking this while I'm watching it. Like I came in with kind of low expectations because I'm used to so many cash grabs. Right. And this one's actually it's got a lot of clever scenes, and it's winning me over. And I'm like, I'm liking these characters. Cool. Let's see what happens here. Oh, they're just done with that? Okay, well, they'll come back to it. They don't come back to it. And when they do, everything happens really quickly. Everything's convoluted, and it's like this really complex plot that's set up in the middle of another complex plot, and then there's another third complex plot that they throw in. And I'm like, okay, you're gonna pay- when this payoff happens, it's gonna be dope. Well, well, and then the payoff happens in the span of like three minutes. Nah. Well, it, it, well it reason... it's, a, it's a movie that kind of rushes to the end and then throws in an extra like hail mary for no reason. Yeah. You know, well, the and reason, I think that, that, that tainted me
1: in. The reason Ocean's Eleven worked was obviously because of the actors and the, the amount of people in it. And it was carried by
0: the cast. Well, this one could but have It was also carried
1: by an Oscar-winning director and the pacing and the way it was, it was shot yeah. and everything like that. So it, like, it had the benefit of a lot of things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it worked on every single level. It did, that's but I hate the I
0: hate the review by comparison because I feel it kind of undercuts. Yeah, the Yeah, but it has to, and itself. that's I
1: think that's the that's important to bring up because when you do a film like this and it's and you you have to compare it by
0: comparison because well no you can compare a you couple do of things, like, but what uh, it comes down to is was this an entertaining movie and here's the thing about it it was to a point and then it makes you not like it right. or maybe not like not like it that that's pretty strong it 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 turns you around. Uh, when it shows that it threw in extra scenes, it almost feels like they wrote the movie and then they felt like, you know, what? we don't have enough comedy in here. Let's add this. Right. Or maybe we can get an extra, extra happy ending, you know, or an extra, extra bit of, oh, I didn't see that coming. So it feels like they tacked on scenes sure. just for that effect. And you know what? It's not even a long movie. You'd think adding on extra stuff would make it even longer. It was actually a pretty short movie. Mm. And um, what it comes down to is it tried too hard. When it had already wrapped up the story neatly. Well, and then it, tried it kept it hard to be Ocean's Eleven. No, no, not at all. It, it was a very different type of heist they, they, they ran. And the thing is, you don't understand really what's happening until the very, very end. And that's kind of cool when they do it like, oh, I saw this, but I didn't think about it. Oh, I saw that, but I didn't think about it. But this just adds an extra like three scenes that are pointless con- convenience. And if you really want to go see it, I will say um, it's a thumbs down for me, but not an entirely don't watch thumbs down. Right. Just a thumbs okay. down because the movie lets you down over time. But if you really have that morbid curiosity, at the very least, you won't hate every second of it. But don't expect to ha- don't expect a satisfying ending because uh, there's like three or four huge cop outs at the end. Right. And especially, and one of them really ruins what could have been one of the coolest scenes in any heist movie. Right. Like, I'm like, oh, that's dope. They did this. Cool. How did they do it? Oh, really?
1: Right. <sighs> I mean, but well. I think what this movie maybe had gone for was being original. Mm. And instead it, it isn't. You know what I mean? So it's like if you're going to remake okay, a yeah, movie. I, I, I you know what I, I mean? I if you're going go to remake through. it with a female audience and be fe- a Keep four- a casting, a female thing. You know what I mean? You're going to do that whole thing like you well, got to the harp
0: just being female? If it, if it's not good it's But not it is, the,
1: you know what I mean? Like you get you, this is the
0: third remake of this movie. Uh, are we going to get letters from all types of women saying this is some sexist BS? What I'm getting at is no, the it, movie it, it, is just plain um it's just plain it's just a letdown. That right. Right, that's what it, that's what it is. That's what I'm saying. So
1: it's just like if you're you're doing it that way, they should do a whole original movie with a female cast. In the same vein
0: You are harping on this female thing hard
1: man But it is you know what I mean Because they're remaking the movie with a female cast And essentially saying like this is the female
0: version of this thing Do you know what I mean Not really but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop this right now The movie's Ocean's 8 Alright I give it a thumbs down man It had a lot of promise And even though it started off on kind of a shaky premise um, It got it was good and then it stopped being good and got bad. I mean, I'll say James Corbin was, like, the biggest surprise in this. He's in there for comedy. James and then it goes nowhere, which is a bummer, man, because it's, it's very rare that a, that a movie you think will be bad will win you over. And this one almost made it. just got so close. It's close, my friend. All right. Yeah, but it's okay. Because we're not done. Adam. We're not. Yes. I got to check out the follow-up to a movie I know you've been clamoring for for 14 years. 14? 14, 14 years. Yep. The first Incredibles movie, Pixar, came out in 2004. Now, in 2018, we finally get the long-awaited...
1: Yeah, I, yeah I've been oh, clamoring, man. yeah. Oh.
0: No. <laughs> and and we, John
1: all, we <laughs> all all that came out of this was we just keep looking at Elastic butt. Oh, yes, indeed, my friend, but, but <laughs> that's the, the to only be fair, thing that came out of the whole To be fair, thing. did you
0: see that butt? Come on, man. Come on. You're not wrong. She got Gams. She got, ga- yeah. she got Gams. All right, we're, t- we're talking about Incredibles 2. This is the, the sequel. Deuce. <laughs> the deuce. The deuce. This is the follow up to the 2004. Well, widely, widely praised Pixar family film about a superhero family uh, in a world that no longer appreciates and uh, and allows superheroes, superhero, superheroism. Uh, Meta human activity of any kind is out, is flat out illegal. And the first movie did a lot. And it plays to like an adult picture,
1: back. you know what I mean? When you, it does. Street porno. Street porno when you Street bring that, you, in, you bring premise. that uh, premise up, know you know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. it, it sounds like an adult thing, like, you know what I mean? Like this would be a good action film premise. Yeah, it does a good strategy line does.
0: between mature audiences from right. you know, the parents. And still keeping it light and, uh, and child-friendly. Correct. Mm-hmm. I think this was the first uh, Pixar movie and the first one of The Incredibles, obviously, yeah. um, that uses uh, wordings, wording like hell, damn. Yep. Mm-hmm. Someone wields a gun in this. Yeah. You know, which is something you didn't really see. Well, Ray guns and things, uh, notwithstanding, but like an actual gun gun.
1: No, it's like an intense movie mm-hmm. just made for kids.
0: Yeah. And was- I think it's really smart of them. To, uh, they said it in the 60s. Which really works to the aesthetic of the movie because it allows them to be really stylized and like retrofuturistic. You get the tight costumes and like ray guns and goggles and all this cool stuff. You should watch that,
1: JFK right before this,
0: by the no, way. No, no, you should not watch JFK <laughs> right before this. But in this, in this, um, in this, uh, dang, in this installment of Incredibles, and I'll call it installment because they're gonna make another one. Sure, they've yeah. got to make another one after this. This movie was really good. And the first movie was really good, and it just shows that they know what they're doing. This is the story of uh, superheroes need uh, positive press once again. Pixar uh, really knows where they're going. <laughs> yeah. the, the, got, they they're on the ball. This movie actually uh, swapped out uh, the release date with uh, Toy Story Four, mm-hmm. which was supposed to come out around this time, and then yep. they were going to push Incredibles Three uh, for Incredibles Two for uh, next year, twenty nineteen. Correct. Mm-hmm. But pushing it out early actually, I think, worked to their benefit because it it's gets, doing well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, the movie's doing great. Mm. Uh, this is the story of now Elastigirl taking the forefront and Mr. Incredible taking a back seat. He's staying back home with the kids while Miss, while uh, Mrs. Incredible, uh, excuse me, she's back to Elastigirl. She's Elastigirl proper. But she's the one uh, who's not just uh, the primary superhero and breadwinner. She's the figurehead. Yeah. for this organization that's trying to bring superheroes back into a positive light. It's like a man so stepping time,
1: back and letting uh, the female kind of...
0: Uh, okay, if you want to look at it, I'm saying... That's this how you have to, where, almost. Well, okay, yes, but she was also kind of like the side character in the previous movie, and Mr. Incredible was the one right. stepping back into superheroes are worthwhile. And now in this world, yeah, superheroes do good stuff, but they also cause a lot of destruction, and they have bad PR, because all people see is, yeah, they tried to catch this guy, and they blew up three blocks... And you right. know uh, uh, a government building in trying to do so, and now uh, there's an effort here to regain that positive view of the public of the superheroes in the public eye, which I thought right. was a really good way to go. And the Last Girl is the better option because Mister Incredible is just kind of a destructive force mm-hmm. in himself. He's More kind of likely
1: to blow everything up. Yeah, he's a goon. Destroy you know? he's, everything he's by any means yeah. necessary,
0: which is not the uh, the way to go. You need finesse, and I like I like really like what they did with Elastigirl in this because they give her her own identity and her own uh, tools and props and weapons and such. And she has a motorcycle. Yeah. And you're thinking, why the hell would an elastic superhero need a motorcycle? What sense does that make? And then when you see what she does with it, oh, she it was dope. You it. It was dope, Johnny. It was dope. He's making, yep. not care less. Yeah. Okay. But no, what I'm, what, yeah, no, Tom knows what I'm talking about. I really like the, uh, the play out in this because it straddled line of like comic relief, like sitcom like comic relief, right. with actual action and like legitimate mystery. We yeah, want right. to find out who this new villain is. And mind you, they don't have the same uh, presence as Syndrome. Uh, of the uh, enemy from the first uh, Incredibles mm-hmm. movie But it's still uh, It's still a, a good mystery It's not like a, dis- a frightening presence Of villain But it's a good mystery as to who is uh, Who is causing all this Rampant destruction right? And then messing with people's minds right. And the thing is you actually have to like Follow along with the mystery With Elastigirl Now it's not like extra complex It's still a movie that's that's uh, processable by kids right? But the way they do it is really Um I don't know, man. It really w- meshes well with the family aesthetic that this carries. Mm. And then you have the side story of Mr. Incredible with the kids. Mr. Incredible adapting to the modern age. He has to figure out how to do new math. He has to figure out how to deal with a, uh, with a child with burgeoning superpowers. He has to figure out, uh, figure out what the hell's wrong with his daughter. Why his son is so hyperactive. You know, how to actually keep the home from falling apart without help from his wife. Frozone's back. Sam Jackson back in the mother. Good. Mm-hmm. He does not say mother once. Where's my super suit? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, so it I look, sounds
1: like there's a lot going on. That's the thing with Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Marvel, or not Marvel, sorry. Pixar. Uh, Pixar.
0: <laughs> I want to see the Incredibles from Marvel. That'll be, that'll be wow. insane.
1: But you know what I mean? It's, it's, like, it's like the family friendly <clears throat> fair, but also y- there's a lot of elements going on that you have to pick up.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I really liked in this, too, is uh, they introduced Bob Odenkirk. As uh, as this guy who who's um the one, who's the one running the organization to bring positive press back to superheroes, and mm. you think Bob Odenkirk he's gonna do some weird comic stuff, right? No, no, no. He just plays a completely it's pretty straight. Pretty normal, yeah. And for some reason, that was like perfect casting. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Bob Odenkirk, but for, he just went perfectly. Right. Will, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. You know what? We you know it sucks. You're, uh, you're, I like I like Mr. Show and some of like his personal work, but I hate almost every like comic act that he's brought out. It's like the, Trey Parker reason.
1: did uh, one of the last um, oh, last Pixar movies. He was uh,
0: Orgasmo of the Animated Series. No, I, I don't remember that one.
1: <laughs> Basically, he was in something like that, and it was like, "Oh, sure, I'll do it." No one's ever asked well, I mean, me. Dude, I'd mean, dude, i
0: love to do a Pixar movie. I, I can't blame him. If, if they asked you to do a Pixar picture, Adam Willis, I think would be would be first and hundred percent. Mm-hmm. No matter what your past is. Yep. Exactly. But I, um, I will. I'll call out Catherine Keener, who played kind of a very understated. Uh, character in this, but well, she's kind of so shown great, through. Yeah. I like Catherine Keener. If anyone doesn't know, doesn't know Catherine know Keener, she's been in um Death of Smoochie, uh 40 Year Old Virgin.
1: The fact that you said Death Smoochie first. You don't like Death of Smoochie? No, it's more one of my favorite movies I'm saying oh, the yeah, fact I that like you said Death Death it smoochie. first is uh <laughs> it points to why I like you
0: a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no she she was great in all those pictures. Uh also uh she's got range. If you saw get out she was. She's mother, great in she's every single thing she's up. ever done. Yeah. Yep, and uh, she uh, really brought uh, some good voice work to uh, this one too. Um, the voice of Dash, who I'm trying to find here in my listings, because uh, this this it just amused me that they had to swap out the original voice of Dash Spencer, um, uh, what's his name for this new cat Huck Milner, because it's been 14 years. Mm. The original uh, voice actor he uh, he he pubertyed out of the uh, voice of Dash. Sure, he dropped a little bit. Yeah. So now he's going up there speaking like this. Mm. Excuse me, daddy. Can you help me with my math homework? It doesn't quite work. Anymore. It doesn't. It's yeah. not. Um, but the, uh, a lot of new characters were introduced. There's new superheroes in this. Uh, Phil Lamar does like three of them. Mm. Uh, the Um, Sophia Bush has this new character named Void. There's new superheroes we actually get to see in action. And I won't say what capacity they're in. All I'll say is it really worked well for the story, which you wouldn't think when, you first, when it was first introduced. But this movie kept throwing you curves and then making them work. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Why can't Marvel take an example from The Incredibles and, and do a good Fantastic Four movie? This is the Fantastic Four movie and sequel we've wanted to see forever. I know, you're rolling your eyes. I won't go into it. But I will say that uh, it's a family superhero picture that works. Uh, the voice acting is great. I enjoyed almost every aspect of this, including Bob Odenkirk. And it's I I I'm really happy to give this a thumbs up. Yeah, I hope you see it as soon as possible. Good, it's Absolutely. just a, it's just a good ass movie. Sure. And Frozone has a. I'm a, a giant
1: uh, fan of the first one. Oh well, dude, well.
0: you'll really like this one. Frozone has a, uh, has a has a has a has a bigger role in it. Great. Mm-hmm. Mr. Incredible is uh is doing Craig T. Nelson, dude, Coach himself.
1: Craig T. Nelson.
0: Craig T. Nelson, fresh from the state, fresh <laughs> from the, the <laughs> hey, sound stage hey, of Poltergeist hey, no, no, no. two. <laughs>
1: which is no, one of no, my favorite movies obviously like that as long as he's bossing Dauber around in some way uh, whatever it is
0: terrible to associate. Yeah. but no um, it's Incredibles 2 it's out in theaters now uh, starring Craig T. Nelson Catherine Keener um, Helen oh what's her name I just had it on here too uh, the voice of Mrs. Incredible herself yeah, uh, Helen Hunter Holly Hunter Holly Hunter Holly Hunter yep uh, by the way
1: some like some of the when you just named all those people like some of the greatest actresses Actors and actresses mm-hmm. of all time,
0: uh, Hunt, not just voice actors. Ellen Hunt, as, yes, yeah. Ellen Hunt was a great. Act- no, she's not in this. But
1: you know what I mean. Like I do know. I do what you
0: mean. It's just it's just a a a, a, a really well formed combo. Uh, right. Incredibles two. I, I highly recommend it. it. Gets the geek down seal of approval. Sure, stamped it. I'm no mind. races. No races. Tom. I'm mine. Uh, all right, so it's been the geek down here on <laughs> WMF Radio. Want to thank you all for joining us for another action packed, fun filled show. I'm a little hoarse for some reason. I don't know what's going on. I, I, I gushed all over uh, Incredibles a little too hard. That's probably what it was. All right, well, thank you all for joining us. Um, if you heard anything tonight you want to chime in on, hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, hopefully, you're watching us on twitchtv thegeekdown, along with listening to us at wmfradio.com. But if you weren't, get on that. We're on Twitch, we're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud. Man, you can follow us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter. We are expanding exponentially. And if you don't want to follow along with Uber all that, on the go way to here. geek-down.com, all the links are right there in the about section. And until next week, I want to thank Black Adam Willis. Yes, sir. I want to thank just Johnny. Yep. I want to thank Turkey Tom. Woo. <laughs> I want to thank Tom and Tom, tum- uh, two Tumblr Tom. Two Tumblr two tums Tom. Of yeah. Tom. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and I want to thank you awesome listeners for joining us. We'll catch you all next Monday night, 9 p.m. right here. Same bat time. Same bat channel, but until then Be excellent to each other, peace
1: Listen back to Any WEMF Broadcast at WEMFRadio.com Slash podcast Listen back anytime, anywhere Using your digital
0: database Computer, the Yeah <laughs>